The Captain's Run with Sam Edmund. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Captain's Run. Great to have you. Something I want to get to straight away this morning. I think I need a bit of guidance here. The topic, number one draft picks and their AFL destination. Which clubs get them? Which clubs trade for them? And what does the number one pick himself think, given the system sends the player somewhere they wouldn't necessarily want to go? Now, there's been a heck of a lot written and said about Harley Reid this year. The nominal number one pick from Tongala in country Victoria. And he is still three months from becoming an AFL player. Perhaps more than any of his future contemporaries, his landing spot has been the subject of endless speculation. We know he's going to be a star. Now, reports last month claim those in the Reid camp had been suggesting to clubs in recent times that the midfielder would prefer to stay in Victoria and that that's where they think he'll end up being the best version of himself. Now, the line that jumped out was from Sam McClure when he said on his Tradies podcast that Harley Reid had essentially told West Coast that he didn't want to be drafted there. Now, this was howled down from all corners of the discussion. But to be honest, in recent times, Harley himself hasn't helped the situation. News yesterday in the West Australian that Reid had this week liked an Instagram post from the Footy on Nine account certainly raised eyebrows. The post he liked? Well, it was a quote from Eddie Maguire on Footy Classified saying... Tonight, I can tell you that the board is contemplating whether to sack Adam Simpson. Now, that like from Harley Reid has since been removed. Simpson has previously defended Reid, too, calling for people to leave him alone amid the swarm of publicity. Maybe, maybe this was just a spur-of-the-moment social media mistake. Except it wasn't the first time. On last weekend's Sunday footy show, Kane Cord said this of the Eagles after their bench saga involving Brady Hoff. The whole thing is laughable, Kane said. The whole club is a joke. They're an absolute embarrassment. Harley Reid liked that Instagram post as well before removing that like. And the interactions, I can tell you, are genuine. Yes, he's only 18. So am I missing something? Am I showing my age? Do kids these days just scroll and like everything on social media? Now, I've spoken to those close to Harley who say, no, we shouldn't look into it too closely. Kids these days just scroll and like almost on autopilot. So am I way off base thinking that you shouldn't like posts being highly critical of the club your representatives have publicly stated you've got no issue joining? Posts that also state the coach could be sacked. Should you be liking those? Now, Harley Reid has nearly 29,000 followers on Instagram. Is this as simple as getting used to life in the public eye or is it something more deliberate than that? If you're of a cynical mind then that mind might wander. When Jason Horn Francis, halfway through last year at North Melbourne, liked an Instagram post that had him involved in a hypothetical trade to Port Adelaide, most of us filed away under the bizarre file. But then four months later, he requested a trade to that very club. Is this the modern way to condition the draft or the modern way to condition trade markets? Well, Archie Perkins did it old school here with me on this show in late 2020 saying he'd told interstate clubs that he just wanted to stay home in Victoria. Have you told the interstate clubs that you're not too keen on leaving Victoria? Yes, I have. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> go so, go I, on. I hope, they, I, hope they, I hope they take that on board. <laughs> right. Why, why is that, Archie? Um, oh, like, I, I get it that, like, they sort of they do what's in the best interest of their footy club, but I just think personally I'm not ready for that uh, in my stage of life, and I feel like it'd impact on me too much. Um, and I don't think it would would be in their best interest as a footy club to have me there because I wouldn't be like I resent with it if I was going over there. Um, and yeah, couldn't really 
commit myself 100% as opposed to staying here. I'd be like ready to go and, and fully committed. So, I, yeah, I just don't think I'm ready for that. Um, and I just want to be honest about it. So that's Archie Perkins. That's late 2020. He said, I hope they take that on board. Well, they did take it on board. Adelaide, Sydney and Gold Coast all looked elsewhere before Archie found himself obviously at S9. Mind you, is there even anything wrong with suggesting, however subtly and via whatever channel, that you'd prefer to stay in Victoria or whatever your home state might be? It's not a demand. It's not a threat. It's just an honest answer to a question that they're always asked come interview time. So I'm not sure you can go down the whole draft tampering path in this instance. I'm sure if West Coast are wedded to Harley Reid, they'll take him. Now, rival clubs I've spoken to this morning are of the view that Reid doesn't want to go to West Coast. He is certainly making it clear behind the scenes to people that he would much prefer not to go there. Having said all that, I'd be surprised if West Coast don't trade pick one given their need to get as much young top-end talent in as possible. So we might get his wish after all. one 736 736 It's an interesting time of the year for these kids. The draft dictates where they go. Can they condition those who might or might not draft them? It's a very grey area. The open line is for EFS delivering simple freight solutions. And the captains run a course powered by State Transport. Our people are your solution. There is a stack to get to at the moment. While we're on this subject, let's go out to Hurstbridge, where Steve has called in to open the batting for us on this Friday morning. G'day, Stevie. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, you know, when Perkins opened his mouth a couple of years ago and said, no, 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 I'm going to leave Victoria... Um, I remember years ago, if anybody ever said anything like, I don't want to go there or don't want to go here, they're in a whole lot of trouble. Then all of a sudden, Perkins gets away with it, and it looks like a free-for-all now. Um, and I know in a normal job situation, you, you can say and you can do whatever you want to do. You can say, I don't want to go there, and but you don't get the job, do you? Um... But with football, um, yeah, we've well, got to put a lo- um, line in the sand. Either say yes, you can you can say whatever you want to say, and do whatever you want to do, or um, no, we're going to ban you, and and you got to go where you're going to go, and you got to stay there for two years or whatever the story is. Um, that's that's my my thoughts on what it used to be and what it is today. Steve, thank you. You can agree with Steve. You can disagree with Steve. You can elaborate on his thoughts. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. the open line for EFS. Off the 40 Wings text, 0433981116, temper a mattress like no other. The early take on this, I'm way off base apparently. People just scroll and like. They don't look at it at all. This one from Kim, lay off the kid. Yes, you're reading too much into it. Just leave him be. And then Dazzler. Spot on. People use social media to signal their thoughts. A simple like of those uh, posts is a sign of his thoughts and shows he doesn't want to go there. That's from from Dazzler. Well, that's what I I'm sort of caught between them both. To be honest, I mean, would you you might like quickly and some some to some degree on autopilot, but when it's a post so critical of the club that there's been so much conjecture and controversy around you joining, would it just not be wise to not do that? Even at 18 years of age, wouldn't that be an obvious decision to make? Tim's in Sunbury. G'day, Tim. Yeah, can I look, um, put this into context. I'm 41 and my son's 20. And um, look, one, one thing that I've, I've learned with, with him growing up is, you know, kid, kids mature at, at, at different different um, ages, especially us guys. And um, 
I think you know some some kids have more sheltered home lives and and, and others you know grow up, grow up differently and you know to be honest if my son was in that situation I don't think you know he would mentally be be ready to, to step out and move in stay by himself and you know some, some of his mates were, were, were ready at 16 17 and, and and could have done it so I think uh, we do have to be a, a little bit careful especially these days where there is so much emphasis on, on the, the mental health aspect that um, you know it's just understanding that, that these kids are only 18 and, and they do mature you know, uh, some some mature fast and, and and some don't, and you know, to a degree, we we, we do need to, well, not trying to compromise the draft, draft sorry, uh, we do need to you know, respect that fact, and I guess try to take that into understanding as well. Tim, thank you. Off the text, there is no one home at AFL House, so these young dudes are doing what they want. Draft manipulation through social media is rife. I mean, manipulation is a strong word to use. Cody, Sammy, it's like any job. If you get offered a job interstate, you don't have to take it. If you're good enough at your job, you'll find a company closer to home. Simple as that. And this makes a mockery of the draft system. How can an interstate club like Sydney have equality with higher cost of living, making it hard to trade for players? And draftees being involved in what is basically draft tampering. Again, I wouldn't use the word tampering or manipulation. I wouldn't go that far with it, to be honest. But where do you sit? with the whole debate around this conditioning, if you like, on social media. And isn't it like an endorsement or am I just – I'm in my 40s. Am I just a bit naive to the fact maybe? Is that not how it works? Tom's in Seaford. G'day, Tom. Pretty show. Uh, well, you, you, it has to be that he is sending a subtle message uh, or an implied message that he doesn't want to be picked up by West Coast. There could be no other way into it because he, he, doesn't, he probably puts that like on in the full support of his family who, when you think about this, Sam, if he get, there's going to be a massive clean out at West Coast, massive. He will go in as a, in 18 with massive high expectations as a young fellow. The chances of them getting up the ladder quickly would be a miracle under five or six years, possibly closer up to eight or ten. By that stage, his dream of a flag will be flying away. I would imagine. I could be wrong. But it's it's a tall order to you know build your club around an eighteen year old who simply doesn't want to go there, and the and the same thing is probably going to happen with Horn Francis. I mean the AFL's got a real dilemma here. It can't ban people using social media, but at the same time, this is sending you know as I said subtle messages and, and implied understandings of where and where they want to go and where they don't want to go. So it, it will make West Coast very nervous to pick him up because they'll probably think he's going to fly the coop. Thanks, Tom. Good on you. Appreciate you taking the time to call in. That number again is one three hundred seven three six seven three six. I'm fascinated in all in all takes and all opinions on this. Spread in Bacchus Marsh. I have no issue with players saying they don't want to go somewhere. They will, but they don't want to. But what Jason or Francis did was disgusting. He made his decision to leave North after one year before his name was read out by North. Well, we don't know that, Brett, do we? Um, we don't know that. Off the text. It's a sports radio station, not a psychology podcast. Guessing someone's motivation is throwing darts with a blindfold on. Move on. Well, just quickly, there is a number of other topics I want to get to in a moment. There is plenty to get on with. I want to canvas the thoughts of Saints fans this morning as well. And there's been an Eddie Jones press conference for the ages I want to bring you as well. Uh, Kathy's in Glen Iris, though, on the open line. There's a number of people queued up to have their say. G'day, Kathy. Oh, hello. How are you? Look, I'm, I, the second last call about the um, young guys going off, when they're not really ready, I agree with totally. And the other one I'm just wanting to put put forward is, 
is there, you know, apart from drafting in sports, sports um, clubs, where else are you not allowed to choose to go and live where you want to live or go to university where you want to go or go and um, be an apprentice in Cairns when you happen to live in Melbourne or you want to stay in Melbourne? Like, really, that really is restraint of liberty and freedom in a lot of ways. And I know it's never been tested in the courts under restraint of trade, but I don't think it's far away from being tested. So I think that it's so important that we we're aware of that. We are actually stopping people, young people or any people, from deciding where they want to be employed and where they don't want to be employed. It's only in sports clubs that this happens. No, but Ka- but Kathy, we I think it's a slippery slope comparing a, an elite sporting competition to to a nine to five office job or any other industry. They're not the same, and it's a waste of time comparing them. This is a a game based on equality and 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 an equalisation system by virtue of of the draft. So the players have to go where they're drafted. That's just. We, we can't have players going wherever they want, to state the obvious, so we wouldn't have an equal competition and we wouldn't have the season that we're having now, which has kept us all absolutely enthralled with all but a couple of teams you know, being competitive each and every week. So I, I can't have that, but I appreciate some of the other points you make. This one off the text, wake up, Sam Edmund. Managers are coaching these players what to do. Well, when I mentioned cynical minds earlier, that was what I was referring to. Is this all part of the conditioning or not? Jeff's on the road. Jeff, what say you? So I'm pretty straight up with you, mate. Uh, Chris Judd, 201, 206, he was a premiership player. So young fellas thinking they have to go there in the first year to win a premiership. It's not good. But I'm not sure why West Coast hasn't come up in the discussion about Brody Grundy. They've got so much money in the salary cap freed up. And Bailey Williams has done a great job. But I'll tell you what, Brody Grundy at West Coast, wouldn't be a bad situation. No, Jeff, appreciate it. Brody Grundy is a whole other topic uh, at the moment. I might ask um, Scotty Lucas about that in a moment. He's going to join us at about 20 to 10. Off the text from Bangers, Harley is sending an indirect message by liking these posts. It's as simple as that. Stop trying to stop overcomplicating it by trying to control everything. The market will drive this. Players must go where they're selected. If players speak out beforehand, then they risk not being selected at all. And I don't think that's a risk in this instance. Clubs will make that decision. If the better players still get selected, then so be it. That's from Ryan in Sydney. Hey, Mel, Stuart, Darren, Sam, Andrew, Alex and Ted, sit tight. We'll get to you. I'm pretty keen to canvas as much opinion as I possibly can on this because as I said off the top, I need some guidance. I'll put my hand up. I'm not sure what way to look at it. Just before we break, so we're at the gateway to round 23 and there's lots of talk about 1v2 at Marvel tonight. But Saints fans, I've got a question for you this morning as well. How St Kilda would it be, do you reckon, to be in the top eight all season only to fall out on the last weekend in the game's first ever 24-round season? How are the nerves, Saints fans? You need to beat one of Geelong or Brisbane at the Gabba to make it. It's that simple. Now, only two teams have been in the top eight all year, Collingwood and St Kilda. Could the the Saints, could they, be this year's version of Carlton 2022? As I say, the equation is simple. Beat Geelong, you're playing finals. Lose, you've got an early eliminator against the Lions at the Gabba, who, it must be said, might still need to win that to finish top two. Cats don't have a ruckman this weekend, really. Stanley is out. Blitzarves is out. Shannon Neal's playing game number four. Where's Cathy? Where's Albert in far north Queensland? Where are you, Saints supporters? I want to hear from you this morning as well. Adam Simpson, a lot of talk about him out west. He's speaking at 11.30 Eastern time. We'll hope to have that audio live later on in the program. The McCafe menu, Scott Lucas I mentioned. Oscar Baker's going to join us as well. Looking forward to having a chat to Oscar from the Dogs. Nikita Zoo, he's got a big fight coming up next Wednesday. Ash Sykes, Miles Fitznup, Ben Kite. 
all coming up thanks to McCafe, our official coffee partner. Back to the open lines, thanks to EFS delivering simple freight solutions right after this.